0: Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Selena. Together, we are moms to five children, including
1: two sets of twins. At Tweet Dreams, we are passionate about helping families achieve the peaceful night's rest they deserve because we were formerly overwhelmed and sleep-deprived ourselves. We love nothing
0: more than helping families achieve their specific sleep goals.
1: So the whole family can be rested and thriving.
0: On this podcast, you'll not just hear about sleep-related topics. We'll chat about how it started, where we are today, and the experiences that have shaped us as mothers of twins. We hope you'll enjoy listening to the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and everything in between.
1: Hey twin mom, we see you. When we say we get it, we really do. At Tweet Dreams, we are a team of sleep consultants who are also raising twins at home. Our twin sleep coaching packages are specifically tailored to your babies, making the journey of teaching independent sleep as stress-free as possible. Trust our years of experience working with twins so that you can feel relieved that the answers lie with us. Start by booking your free discovery call to learn more because we can't wait to meet you and help you with your sleep goals. You can find the link to book your call in the show notes. Hi there. Welcome back to Twin Life with Tweet Dreams. Your hosts are here, Lindsay and Stelina. Today, we are going to chat through a common topic with twins, which is room sharing. And that means room sharing with each other in their nursery. You know, if you are pregnant with twins, if your twins are sleeping in the same room and you're wondering, you know, when is the right time to split them up or like you're just getting the nursery set up and you're wondering, you know, what the best like logistics are there. We're going to talk through that today. We're going to share a little bit of our personal stories. Uh, I can say that Stelina and I both were probably just like you in that we just had our Twins coming home with the plan to room share. And I think subconsciously, there's a couple reasons for that, right? A, you don't want to outfit two rooms, that could get expensive. For sure. That's how kind of I thought about it. If you're up in the middle of the night, let's just be convenient about it and be going into one room, feeding them together, they have the same sleep routines. So it just makes sense. And then also like we wonder about that twin bond. Like I hear that a lot. Don't you hear that a lot, Selena?
0: Oh, all the time. It was like super important to me for my twins to be in the same room, especially in the beginning, because I wanted them to like be close and be the twins that they are, you know? So cute, like two cribs in the same room. Adorable.
1: I know. I think we have these like ideas in our head that Like we want them to be just fast friends and, you know, get that bond started right away. They were in the womb together. So yeah, we get all perspectives of it and we'll, we'll kind of play off that, Selena. So you brought them home. We've talked through kind of your first early days. Go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it, but they were in the same nursery together. I know you had like two cribs, um, like a day bed for convenience if you needed to be in there with them. And then that changed after a little while. What did that look like?
0: Right. So I did have the girls in the same room. Um, It was a super, super cute setup. I kept them in the same room for about a year. And I did it for all the reasons that you just said, right? Like convenience was number one. Um, You know, I didn't want to have to go into two rooms in the middle of the night if I didn't have to. Um, I like loved the way the room looked with two cribs. Um... It was absolutely adorable. And, you know, after we sleep trained, they were really good sleepers. I mean, they still are. But inevitably, I think it was twin B was waking up twin A sometimes. And it wasn't because she wasn't a good sleeper or anything like that. It's really just because she was and still is a different sleeper. She's just a louder sleeper. It takes her longer to go to bed. And she's still like this today. She's two and a half takes her a little bit longer to go to bed. She'll talk herself to sleep, sing herself to sleep. Occasionally makes noises in the middle of the night that in the beginning I was, you know, alarmed by. But as I know her, it's rather common for her to do that in the middle of the night. I don't know if, you know, it's teething sometimes, dreaming, just like changing sleep cycles. I think it could be a variety of things, but it's like very much in her um, normal behavior to do that. So, you know, it was a hard decision to move them. For one, I'll say I had the space. So I did have an extra room and I was always planning to move them eventually, like separate them. I just didn't know at what point that would be, you know, when I was pregnant or in the early days, I was like, oh yeah, maybe like when they ask or when they're like five or six or something. I'll split them up and like, we'll get them some desks to do their homework and like, they'll probably want their own closets or something like that. Right. Um, That's just kind of how I thought about it in the beginning. But then, you know, because I had the extra space, you know, my husband and I had a discussion about it and we were like, let's just try it, see if it changes anything. You know, like baby a is definitely getting, you know, she's being woken up. She's able to go back to sleep, which was great but we had some extra time and some extra space so we kind of just went ahead and like moved to the crib right like it it didn't take much time at all i already knew which other room she was going to be in from the beginning once i moved her so we did that and since they were little i mean they were maybe 12 months old i don't even think they realized you know i mean i realized for sure but i don't think like they don't remember sharing obviously oh they definitely don't remember sharing but i thought maybe like moving, I moved baby B into a different room and I kept baby A in her room. And all I, all I did was just like center the crib a little bit more in baby A's room so that it just like looked a little bit better without another crib there. But I thought baby B, I was like, oh, is she going to know it's a different environment? Um, you know, is the temperature the same in this room, everything, but no, luckily they did great, um, at that age. And they're still in their cribs in these, same rooms now, so that's just kind of how I did it. You know, it worked for us, and I only did that because I had the space to do that. So I know, like a lot of people might not have the luxury to do that. And if I didn't, um, I still have a lot of confidence that there they would be great sleepers. I would probably just need to assess the room situation a little bit differently. I probably would have moved the cribs a little bit further apart. Um, if they were still sharing the same room, probably put the white noise right in between them, you know, just make the room make as much sense for twins as I possibly could have. But personally, I'm, I'm happy with the decision that we made. Um, we made it pretty early on um, because we had that ability to do that. But, you know, it's pretty common for twins to be sharing the same room, you know, sometimes forever. Um, it really depends on so many things. And that's totally totally fine um what about you what happened in your situation
1: somewhat similar twins? you know I decorated and outfitted one nursery with you know we had the dual cameras because I did have them on separate walls uh, just based on the layout of the room that's how it made sense and that's what we would recommend just to have like them split up just a little bit. I always say like, it's great to see them like interacting and bonding together, but I wanted to create like a very, very boring space because that was their sleep space, right? They had plenty of other spaces in the house to play. So this kind of coincides with the episode we did on sleep anxiety. And I talked to you before about how that six to seven month old age range was really stressful for me. In um, that we were in this nap transition that just was not going smoothly specifically because they were twins. And one was just my baby B, right, was just showing me that she's a different sleeper. Daytime sleep was never her strong suit. And, you know, it just really, really made me very, very anxious for many reasons. I realize I'm probably an outlier here. But honestly, I just kind of had had my fill of their naps. It's not like they couldn't put themselves to sleep or anything like that. Like if they got woken up from each other, it was more so like my anxiety just couldn't stop obsessing over it. So one Sunday, I remember calling my father-in-law because my husband was out of town And I know you can relate, but like when you want something done, especially if it pertains to sleep, like we're doing this like right now, we're not doing it next week. We are finding the solution, (laughs) right? So I called my father-in-law and was like, I'm having like a meltdown. Can you please come to the house and help me? Cause you can't put a crib through a doorway. Like you have to take the front off, sometimes the side. And so we have a large enough house where we had extra rooms And I had an office. And so I was like, we're just going to move her into my office. And this was baby A. I picked her because she was still struggling with like torticollis. And so I didn't want to like undo the orientation of the crib. Um, And so it just worked out that it could go on this other wall. So that's why we did that. And yeah, I just had him come over and move her. She wasn't phased by it at all. And to this day, she is still sleeping in that room. We do have some changes coming up, which we can cover on another episode about what sleep looks like at kindergarten, you know, um, overnight potty training. I know I have a lot to speak on about that, but yeah, so they've been split up since for the majority, let's just say they slept together for six months. Now they're separated. The fun thing though, is when we travel or we go to our lake house, they share there. And so that's really fun. Like I have memories with my siblings, like, you know, sleeping in a hotel room or a cottage or something like that. It always felt so fun. And so they do get that experience. I will say it took a little bit for that novelty to wear off. I'm like, listen, sure, I know you guys are excited. Like, this is cool, but it's sleep time and a funny story. We went to Mexico Mm -hmm. one time and we had extra room for them. And I was like, wow, they went to bed really quick. And I went and checked on them after like an hour, which shame on me, but they had gotten the iPad out of the suitcase and they were watching it. Uh Um, because my kids only have an iPad, like if we travel. And so that's like really big, you know, um, like gift or like surprise that they love to, to have. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So that was a learning experience. But um, yeah, you know, I don't think in my particular case, it's affected their bond. I am happy we had the space to do it. And honestly, you know, if your twins are sharing now and you have the space, like later on, you might say they're preschool, they're kindergarten, they want their own closet. Like you said, they want their own space to do their homework you know, my, my twins aren't into the same things as each other. You know, one likes rainbows, butterflies, and unicorns, and the other one's more like sporty and things like that. So it gives them some individuality, which I love. So yeah, I think if you're listening to this episode and you're on the fence, like just do what feels right to you. I can't say that it's... But don't affected. think it's going to
0: like ruin their bond. No. Yeah. I don't think it's going to ruin their bond, right? So I think that was like a big thing that I was worried about. Just like, I don't know, stereotypically just being like, oh, it's so cute. Twins are sharing the same room. Like, you know, they're best friends, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's, that's not like the right reason to keep them in if if that's the only reason, you know what I mean? Because their bond isn't going to be affected if they sleep in a separate space. Right. So um, just totally keep that in mind. My twins haven't shared a room again, even um, if we're on a vacation and I mean vacation, we haven't like taken them on a plane or anything like that. We've just taken them um, for like overnight trips at like grandparents' houses and stuff like that. And I have, crib setups there where I'm able to kind of make them have separate rooms, even though the rooms aren't separate. Like I could use a large closet and stuff like that. And I have had instances where I've actually had us, like me and my husband, share a room with one of the kids so that the um, the others can have their own room. Um, because you know, I'm not worried about myself and my sleep and them waking me up at this point in 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 the game. Um, so TBD on that, I'm sure they will share at some point. Um, like they're going to want to, even, you know, my parents have said, and my husband's parents have said like, okay, like we have bunk beds, like when they're X age, like yeah. they sleep over, they're just gonna sleep in here. And I'm like, no, totally hundred percent. You know, when that time comes, we'll do it they're just still so little. They're in cribs at this point. It's, it's pretty easy to like put a crib somewhere small when we're talking a bed. It's kind of a different
1: story, right? Totally. And I think you said before that your twin A is kind of like a higher needs sleep kiddo. And so you like wanted to protect her sleep, put her separate because if she wasn't getting her sleep, like she was not herself. And so that's definitely just something you guys prioritized and that's great. Right. Right. Yeah. I yes. no, this is good. Like I see posts a lot about, oh my gosh, like my twins slept so good. They were angels until like three. And then now we're trying the toddler bed and things have like, the wheels have fallen off and, you know, I can relate. We can help you with that. If that's something that you're struggling with specifically with nap time, I mean, there's very, very little pressure for like a three year old to be napping, yet they still need the nap. And then that now they have all of that freedom. So that's a touchy, tough subject kind of transition to go through. So uh, we look forward to kind of be more of a resource for that and always reach out if you need like sleep coaching help in that season of life.
0: Well, yep. We definitely help. We definitely help um, kids sleeping in the same room and separate rooms, right? So just wanted to throw that out there so everybody knows
1: you know 98 percent of our clients are room sharing the babies the kids twins are room sharing it's very infrequent where we come across where they're not so and these families are successful so you guys got this you make the decision that's right for your family and we hope this episode was helpful and we're always here as a resource if you want to reach out If you liked this episode and
0: conversation, be sure to leave a review or rating. Share it with a friend on social media or a family member. It's our goal to reach as many parents of multiples and singletons alike. You're not alone in your parenting journey. If you'd like to hear about a specific topic or have an episode idea, please feel free to message us. We're here to help.